Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Eye of the Tigers. This week, my guest is Bella Zaleski, junior physics major, lacrosse player. The I list mean, there, goes there's on. just so much that you do. <laughs> do you want to go ahead and just like say all sure. the things that you do? I, I'll go through my resume real quick. So, like Kiwi said, I'm a physics major. I have a double minor in global French studies and astronomy. I'm also a member of the women's lacrosse team. Um, I'm part of Greek life, um, part of Alpha Phi here on campus, just like Kiwi. Um, I'm also on the Panhellenic Exec Board. I'm VP of Internal Affairs. I'm also vice president of the Astronomy Club. I'm also part of the Society of Physics Students. I believe that covers it. I feel like it. that's I wanna, it. I'm a STEM guide. That's another thing. Yeah. That's like my work study. Um, I think that covers it, though. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's all of it. <laughs> that's, that's quite the comprehensive list. You know what? It is. And I think that I would have never imagined myself doing all these things last year. I think junior year, like has pushed me to get involved in all these roles. That was going to be one of my questions is like, you know, when you came to DePaul, knowing, I mean, your dad went here, so knowing that like it's really easy to get involved on campus, did you think that you were going to have any kind of role like you do now? I didn't think I'd be as involved or I guess for lack of a better term, like as high up in organizations that I am right now. I knew I knew I wanted to take advantage of all of, you know, like you said, it's easy to get involved at DePaul. And I wanted to take advantage of that. And I think I definitely am. I mean, it is difficult to imagine, though, like coming in as a physics major, arguably one of the hardest majors at this school, and then also balancing athletics, Greek life, and having a social life outside of all of that. So I kind of... I did not see myself doing what I'm doing right now, but I knew I wanted to take advantage of the opportunities that I would see at DePaul. Yeah. So now I know this because we're best friends, but but what made you choose physics? Mm. So that is a little bit cliche, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as a kid, my mom used to buy all these books uh, for me and my little brother, and they were all like... It was, it was like Basher Science. That was that was like the publisher. And it was like all about chemistry, all about anatomy. And the books that I was really obsessed with were all about physics and all about astronomy. And since then, I have just grown up loving physics and wanted to learn anything I could about like physics and astronomy, astronomy specifically. But um, like I got a telescope for my eighth grade graduation. Like it's just been like a constant part of my life since I was little. And I knew it was going to be a challenge coming in but, like, I'm so passionate about it that, like, I just, like, knew it was something that I wanted to do. And, I mean, I'm majoring in physics because that's, like, the more... I don't really know how to describe it. Majoring in physics is going to help me out in grad school because I'm not, like, specialized yet, you know? Mm. Like, I'm majoring in physics, and now I'm in, like, a... I'm in a nuclear physics class, and I love it. And I love all the stuff that we do in the lab and, like... I'm kind of getting pulled in that direction, but I'm also like, oh, but I've loved astronomy for this long. Like, how could I mix those two? So uh, physics was just kind of like the umbrella way for me to get involved in everything. Grad school, specialize. But yeah, that's my like physics sob story almost. <laughs> so what was um, the dream job coming into DePaul? I mean, I know it's really easy to change like what you've envisioned for yourself mm-hmm. later in life because I know like for myself, I've done that. Right. So coming to DePaul, what was, like, the dream to end up at? I think, honestly, 
with physics, I've never really thought of like a specific occupation. I mean, when I was little, I used to be like, oh, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to get my PhD. I'll be Dr. Bella and I'm going to work in a lab. I'll discover something awesome. Maybe I'll teach. Like, I've never been like, oh, like, I want my future occupation to be a professor or like do private research in a lab. But like, I feel like still at this point, I don't really have an idea of what I specifically want my future to look like. Past grad school. I mean, like, I know I'm going to go to grad school. But past that, I honestly, like, I don't think that there's ever really been, like, a single occupation in mind. I just want to do research and, you know, spread the love of physics. Because people hear physics and they're like, oh, like, ew. Like, that's really scary. And, like, it doesn't have to be scary. Like, it doesn't – it's not different than, like, any chemistry or bio class. It's just different concepts. So I think, like, that is one of the main – it's not necessarily a job, but that's one of my main, like, purposes as a physics major. So lacrosse. <clears throat> yes, so how'd lacrosse. You, how'd you get started in lacrosse? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I used to play soccer as a child, and I honestly was really bad at soccer. My mom likes to be like, no, you were so good. No, I was bad. Um, and right before high school... They had they were having women's soccer tryouts over the summer, mm-hmm. and the girls' soccer program at my high school was very 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 competitive, and because it was it was a good program and it was extremely competitive and I was just like, I don't know if that's the type of program that I want to go into. Like, what other options do I have? Yeah. And my brother had already been playing lacrosse since like, I mean he's two years younger than me, so he'd been playing since like probably fifth grade by that point. So for a few years up until that point. And I was like, you know what? Maybe, I think, I don't think it was really me. I think it was my mom. She was like, you know what? Maybe you should try lacrosse. And I was like, okay. So I joined the little regional IGLA team, which is like the YMCA equivalent of like, you know, for lacrosse. So I joined the IGLA team. And funny enough, all the girls on my IGLA team would be on my club team years later winning like tournaments with me, which is just crazy. But um, yeah, it was really, I mean, I really started lacrosse because I didn't want to do soccer. And like, I found with lacrosse, I was able to pick it up a lot faster. Yeah. And like, a lot. I mean, I think it was a lot of skills transfer from soccer, at least for like footwork. And obviously, like I knew how to like, run and get around people. But with stick skills, that was definitely something that has a learning curve, not just for me, but for anybody who is trying to get into the game. Um, So that was more of just like a, I practiced because I really like this sport. But that like very first season of IGLA, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really awesome. I like, I want to play this. And then soccer was just not even in the question after that. So how does lacrosse help lead to DePaul? Now, I know we mentioned it a little bit earlier that your dad came to DePaul so you already knew about DePaul so it wasn't like lacrosse showed you that but what separated DePaul especially when you were looking for like lacrosse from other schools you were looking at that's a good question actually so I had a couple different schools on my plate I was looking at one school in Illinois for lacrosse and then one in Ohio as well um but DePaul for whatever reason had just seemed like it seemed like an actual community. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really honestly know how to describe it. But I did an overnight visit here in, like, 
2019 probably. It's yeah. so crazy to think about. Um, I did an overnight visit and it just like, we, I didn't even like do anything like crazy on my overnight. Um, like we didn't like go anywhere. We literally just like went to the library. I think we went to like Cafe Roy when it was yeah. still open without like the renovations and like we went back. I think she lived in like BR or something and like I just, like, feel like I got a better sense of what the school is actually like. Because for the school in Illinois that I went and visited, like, we went to a fraternity party. And I was like, okay, like, great. But what else do you do on, like, what are you going to do on the Saturday night of the finals week? Like, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like I, like, actually got a sense of what schools seem to be like. And I think I kind of latched onto that and was like, okay, like, like, yeah, this is a school I want to go to. Because, like, I had a real sense of what it would be like to be an actual student there. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you fi- you decide, okay, DePaul's where I want to go. Mm-hmm. First year. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh because our first year. Um, Traumatizing is the y- word I would use. Yeah, that 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 is fair. <laughs> um, but um, how has, like, how did your first year, our first year go? Um, and, like, how did it influence, like, where you are now? Am I allowed to be honest like really honest? You're allowed to be honest. Just okay. like don't swear or okay. Like, well, I won't it do just that. Just the it, anything we would do on WGRE is probably oh, okay. Perfect. Go, same goes. Okay. Um. Well. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously, Kiwi was there through this lived um, experience that was. That's actually how we year. met. That is how we met. Freshman year, first semester, you were in the quad, or I don't know. It was like in, yeah. in like in like a span of like a couple days, we just all of a sudden were like. Well, so, so I was supposed to be roommates with a girl that you knew from lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And so we had met through her and just, like, started hanging out as a group. And all of a sudden. And there it is. And there it is, the freshman year friend group. And that is how the story ends. <laughs> it well. literally starts and ends that fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, freshman year was a very, very difficult year. Not just for me but for everyone but for me personally it was a mental battle I think um I just really had a difficult time with having to not be in groups larger than three and like I'm a very social person so that was a very weird experience and like I was also extremely nervous for college going in like yeah I knew I wanted to go to DePaul but like that was pre-pandemic yeah and like that summer before going to DePaul it was it was like the conversation I had with my parents was okay am I actually going to go in the fall or am I going to transfer to a community college near me and like get my first year done there because like is it even worth it to go at this point so I wasn't completely bought into the DePaul experience I don't think um not until I wouldn't say until second semester um that's when like my season started and like I had a blast um freshman year during the season and like I, it still really felt did not really feel like school like it does now like thinking yeah. back on it like what we're doing at DePaul now like freshman year was it's not there's even no anything way we could have like there's no resemblance with the stuff that we did like, no no way no there's no there's zero resemblance between my junior year and my freshman year at DePaul and that is just like 
it really feels like still to this day that I just like lost a year of my life honestly just to sit inside and like yeah I had lacrosse and it was great and I had so much fun but it's still just not the same like I wasn't going to class all my classes were online like how am I doing a physics one lab online yeah like I obviously props to professors for you know being able to make that adjustment but it's but even still, some professor like it was still hot, like it was really difficult for a lot of professors mm-hmm. to continue to hold their classes because you know like I had organic chemistry online and it was recorded <laughs> lectures and exactly I've never I've never once been able to pay attention to an online vi- pre-recorded mm-hmm. video that I can't ask questions to exactly and then like that that whole year gave me such a skewed like version of who I was as a student yeah and it made me it totally made me change what I wanted to do with my life Mm -hmm. and I mean it changed it for the better because I I really do think that where I'm going now is where I truly should be going and want to be going but I mean I wanted to be an ER doc freshman year I know I remember like I I was gonna I was gonna go and uh go to an EMT school over winter break and I was gonna Mm -hmm. you know already start getting getting my hours and that kind of stuff but after, you know, seeing my classes online and being like, wow, I just am not good at this at all. Yeah. It was just a whole. The student, like, in me was, like, murdered. Yeah. During COVID. Like, I, I still have not recovered as a student from that. I would, I would put my papers off until the day that they were due and then sit no, in the literally. hallway the entire day just write And just papers. write a paper. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just is not... I just, I wouldn't even call that school at that point. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. Talking about freshman year makes me sad because, like, right now I'm, like, in such a good spot with everything. Yeah. Athletics and academics and, like, social life. So talking about freshman year is just, it's difficult because it is just not even, it doesn't even emulate school at all for me, at least. It also just doesn't feel like we go to, like, it doesn't feel like we even go to the same school. No. That we did freshman year. No. And it's no. it's so weird. Well, and I also, um, you know, compare, you know, your brother, uh, Bella's brother is a freshman here. Yeah. And I look at his first year experience and also the first year experience of the people that I, you know, was a resident assistant mm-hmm. for last year because I was a first year resident assistant last right. year. And I look at their first year experiences and how vastly different. It is so, like, I like yeah, I kind of relate to that. Um, I was a row gamma for recruitment. Yeah. So I had like my little group of first years that I was helping go through recruitment and like like I'm thinking back to when I went through recruitment freshman year. I had not stepped foot in a single sorority on this campus. Yeah. I did not see the inside of my house until I stepped in there for like big little reveal. Yeah. After I was already initiated and everything. I had not even seen the inside of Alpha. I knew two Alphas. Only because they were on my lacrosse team. So it's like hearing these girls be like, yeah, I went to lunch at, you know, Pi Fi, but I really like, you know, Alpha Chi. I'm like, oh, like, I'm really glad that, like, you have all these opinions, but I can't help but be really, really jealous of these freshmen. Yeah. I am extremely jealous. Yeah. We didn't, we got nothing, like, oh, I... It makes it makes me it makes me like the first mad and upset all at the same the time. The first time our class will ever run home is when we run home as seniors. With Li- the yeah, yeah, and it's like I mean, like I wouldn't have like, done it what? anyway because I joined sophomore year. But like to think that that's the first time that anyone from our class is gonna be run running home. home. That's so sad. <laughs> uh, well, I think 
you know, I, it's taken a lot of, I'm going to be honest, it's taken a lot of therapy to come to terms with whatever the heck freshman year was. And like, now I, you know, I've grown as a person, I've grown as a student, I've grown as an athlete, da da da. We're in a good place now. But I'm still jealous of people being able to sit inside Hoover. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, that is I can count so on my fair. hands the amount of times that I got to sit inside <laughs> Hoover. And you know what? Then freshman year, when we had our table in the hallway, because we were like, you know what? If we're not allowed to eat in Hoover, like, we still are going to have friend, like, meals as a friend group. So we set up our folding table in the hallway. And what do you know? We get an email from the administration. You can't do that. Take your table out of the hallway. You know what? I have some words for you. Okay? <laughs> we barely survived that year. At least me, I barely survived freshman year. Yeah. And... Like, you're going to take that one thing away from us? Our class is the smallest class at DePaul because of how many people transferred. Yeah, because I can name, like, ten people who have transferred. Yeah. Just, and that's just me. Yeah. So, like, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised. But, you know, you live and you learn. Our senior year is going to be literally (laughs) insane. That's all I can say about it because I, I cannot... I have plans that I cannot disclose because the <laughs> haters are trying to sabotage me. All I can say is watch out. Class of 2024. So how is uh, how is class, or not class, how is lacrosse going this year? Oh, you actually, really we just broke a program record. Really? Yes. Um, I saw it on my Instagram this morning. Hold on. I reposted on my story. I want to make sure I get it right. Um, there's actually, there were three records broken this week. Um, so DePaul Women's Across program record for eight straight wins. Woo, I think we're nine and one right now. Um, and then Bridget Driscoll, sophomore midfielder number 15, broke the single season ground ball record with 40, wow. 41 ground balls. She with broke all, it on, in she only broke on 10 Saturday. games? Yeah, she broke it on Saturday. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Uh, and then, again, Bridget Driscoll, sophomore midfielder, number 15, broke single-season draw controls record with 79 draw controls. Wow. And she broke that over spring break against wow. Swanee. So it wasn't even on Saturday. Yeah. So m- the moral of the story is the women's across team is a bunch of dogs, <laughs> honestly. Um, it's going very well. Um, I mean, really, the only issue I have is – the numbers of our team yeah um and i know there's nothing really i personally can do about that besides you know be receptive when we have recruits on campus which is also really difficult for me because it's the busiest semester of my entire life but we just we have i think 15 people on the team yeah you field 11 of them like that leaves us with uh, no no we don't even have 15 people do we? I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. I think we have a two or three person bench. Yeah. And it is simply not enough because we play these teams like like we played Swanee over spring break, University of the South, and they had like a 15 person bench and we're beating them for the entire game until the fourth quarter where they go on a 10 goal run and then it's tied like 15 to 15 and we go in a single overtime like yeah, we won in overtime, but it shouldn't have had to come to that. Yeah. And over spring break, like, we had two players out, and then the person on our bench is, she's newer to the game. So she's, like, not, like, just inherently not going to be as confident in these, like, really high-stress yeah. situations on the field. And which, like, I wouldn't be either if it was my, like, first year playing. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to go in a game in that situation either. But, like, we don't have another choice. So 
like that game should not have come down to overtime. And I think the only reason it did is because we do not have the numbers to keep up with these teams. Yeah. And like, do I think that we could beat Denison this year? Yes. Is it realistic though? I don't know. Because Denison is gonna come to this game with, you know, a two more lines for each position that they have ready to sub in. Yeah. And we have we don't even have one. So like and someone's gonna get injured. It happens every year. It's so like and then what that puts us at one sub, like one, two subs. It's just not realistic for a team at this level to be like keeping up this level of intensity for this long of a season. Yeah. And like especially like we play Kenyon this is our very last game of the season. Kenyon just beat University of Chicago by one. You know, we lost goodness. to University of Chicago 23 to 3. Yeah. So like like I don't want to like obviously I don't want to go into any game with the mentality of like oh like we've already lost this game because if you go in like that like like you know how it goes if you go in like that then you've already lost the game you might yeah. as well not even play it. Yeah. So I'm not going to say anything like that, but but I will say that game is going to be a real challenge, I think, mentally and physically for us. Yeah. So, and it's just like, like, I make jokes about it sometimes. Like, our game on Saturday, I was like, oh, that game, like, took four years off my life. Like, yeah. that was really tough. And, like, I'm joking, but, like, not that much. Yeah. Like, these games are so hard on your body. Yeah. 60 minutes of high intensity like women's lacrosse lacrosse is the fastest game on two feet yeah that's like played as a sport so it's just like it is really really hard to keep up with and I think my team is really really disciplined and really well conditioned and everyone on my team has a winning mentality and we all really support each other and like I mean you'll hear it around campus women's lacrosse team is the best team chemistry on this campus I absolutely believe that but like that is only going to get us so far when, right. when we just don't simply do not have the numbers to right. play with these teams. So it's going – It's lacrosse overall is going really good. I'm just curious to see how conference play goes. That's really it. So when's your next game? Saturday. We are at – no, we are home on Saturday. Um, we are home playing Owu, I believe. Mm, should, be, gotcha. should be a good game. Everyone come out for that. Got a, got, we have a we have a really busy day. Well, I have a really busy day on Saturday. <laughs> sad, but yes, you do. I will be at Overland. I know, so sad. Yep. Overland's far. I didn't like realize how far it was until Saturday. Like we just played them over Saturday. But yeah, I didn't realize how far it was. I didn't realize how far Kenyon was. Oh my God! Yeah. And then so not to go back to our freshman year, but. Back to our freshman year, when we were playing, our conference was split up into two different yep. divisions. Yes, and so we never we'd like freshman year. It only like it only had occurred to me, mm-hmm. um, like the uh, this weekend that we had never we have never been to Kenyon. This was the first time I've yeah. ever been to Kenyon, which is wild. Like yeah. that is nuts. And 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 the reason I thought so I thought that we had been to Kenyon before because Kenyon and Denison the town that they're in look very similar. Yeah. And so I so I was like no we we've 100% been here but then the more I like one I had I had to look all the way through the the uh, schedule of games from freshman year mm-hmm. just to find out that no we didn't <laughs> play them. I don't yeah we didn't play them either freshman year. Yeah. So that like Oh, I didn't even You know who I'm glad is that. not in our conference anymore? Allegheny. Allegheny. Too far. They that are, is too that far. That is way too far. You've been to Allegheny. Yes. How far how long was that bus ride? Uh, way too long. I don't even I don't even remember how long it was. But that was the game where I got my first innings as a catcher. 
because Aww. because we couldn't take we couldn't take our whole roster because um, they couldn't miss those classes that they were gonna miss. Mm-hmm. So some people had to stay back, and then we ended up only having one catcher to play two games. Boom. So I got my first couple innings Enter as catcher. Kiwi. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, because at that point I knew that. Um, like, when I came to college, I knew that my catching career was just, like, over. I didn't like catching anymore. Right. The whole reason that I liked catching was because um, was because I got to call the game and, like, mm-hmm. you know, be the mastermind behind, like, what's going on. Yeah. And um, that just simply wasn't the case anymore. And so I was like, yeah, I'm kind of over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are two other catchers in my class who are very good. Like, yeah. Kelsey and Kelsey and Ashton are very good. Mm-hmm. And then we finally have a freshman. There's no sophomore catcher, but we do have a freshman catcher this year who's also, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so, like, when I got in there, that, would, that had been my first time, like, actually catching collegiately. And my knees were shaking, and I was like, "Oh God. <laughs> But, um, anyways, Allegheny is seven is about seven hours away from here. Yeah, and we, if you do that, that by bus oh too, God. it's basically eight. Yeah, we made a my fresh fresh back to everything back circles to back to freshman year. year. Uh, way back in freshman year, my very first collegiate women's cross game, my very first two collegiate women's cross games were against Rhodes. And that was an eight-hour bus ride to Georgia. <laughs> and we have never played them since. Oh, my I don't know God. why we played them, but it was so far, and we lost, like, 22 to 7. So, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- those were my first collegiate minutes, and I played the entire game. <laughs> so, realistically, I should have seen this numbers issue coming. Yeah. But I don't know. It, I don't even know what to say about it anymore. It was just... We're winning. We have, yeah. we have eight wins straight. Yeah. You heard it here. Broken program record today. Boom. Mic drop. Well, Saturday, but yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it was announced on Instagram today. So that's <laughs> all that matters. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, it's just... I also think, like... I actually think about this a lot. Because for some reason, I have added so many things to my plate this semester when mm-hmm. I'm in season... And I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, in the fall, I'm still going to have a lot of stuff going on, but I'm not going to be in season. I'm curious as to how it goes. And honestly, I think – I don't know how you feel about this. I'm curious what you think. But I think that I'm a more disciplined person and student when I'm in season. Yeah. Like, I am disciplined with my time. I'm efficient with my time because I don't have the room to not be. Is that – I don't know. How do, What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean – I'm the, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I I put as many things on my plate as I can, mm-hmm. and then when it's in when I'm in season, I like like let's take last semester versus this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, last semester, I um, was a director for WGRE. I was um, still uh, on the board for D3 TV. Um, our, I was a resident assistant, as I still am. Um, and some would argue that first semester is way harder to be a resident assistant than it is second semester. And I would totally agree with mm-hmm. that because you have to like learn who your residents are and right. all of that. <laughs> um, so I was, I was doing those things and then like I had taken up, um, um, not that it's really gone anywhere yet because Spikeball Club hasn't really like had many meetings yet, but, um, 
you know, I started doing, I'd said that I would do social media for Spike Ball Club and, you know, so all of these things. Um, and then this semester, I feel like I have even more to do than I did last semester. Yeah. Like for D3 TV, I do this podcast. I do social, I, for social media, what I do is um, I post different content that like helps people understand why we continue to choose D3 TV and mm -hmm. why like you know, it's it's of such, like, value in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also, like, update the, the website. Um, so there are just those three things within, you know, um, D3 TV. I dropped doing WGRE because I didn't think I had the time because that is just a much bigger time commitment. Yes. Um, and then, obviously, being in season, still being a resident assistant. I feel like there's more, but... It doesn't really matter, but I like I like. There's definitely oh, I'm doing the senior video for um, oh yeah for um, the softball team, mm -hmm. and that's like a 35 40 minute long like edited together video with a theme and everything. Oh. I have about five minutes edited so far. It's Ooh. like due in the it's due in probably like a week and a half, and it's taken me hours to do five minutes of the video. Mm. So um, <laughs> we're thriving. But, like, I have so much more to do, and so I have less time to allocate to, like, you know, just sitting around and hanging out with friends or, yes. you know, whatever. So I'm, like, I'm very purposeful with where I spend my time and mm -hmm. how I spend my time because, like, obviously homework has to get done at some point, but I also still really value the friendships and relationships that I have, mm -hmm. so I you know, block out enough time to, like, focus on that, too. Yeah. And in, in a way that it doesn't, like, interfere with the other things that I'm doing. Yeah. I think I'm having trouble with blocking out time for my friends this semester, honestly. Yeah. I have, like, let me go through my, like, typical, let's do, like, a typical Wednesday for me. So on Wednesdays, I get up, I have my first class, I have computer science, and then I have a two-hour break, but in that two hours, I have an hour-long Panhellenic exec meeting, and then from that meeting, I go straight to my second class, um, and then from my second class, I go straight to the trainer, and then I go to lift, and then I go straight to practice, and then after practice, I go straight to class, and then usually after class, I have meetings. So I'm out of, like, I'm out of the house from, like, noon until 10 p.m. Yeah. And I'm, like, that is crazy to me, and I feel like I have no time to spend with my friends, but I don't know. I I do think I'm more disciplined, like, with all the things I have to get done, but with friendships, I think I'm, this semester, I'm having a hard time, like, finding time to be present in my friends' lives, which yeah. sucks, but I have a trillion right <laughs> other things that right. I have to get done yeah I am very excited for the fall though when I can just sit around and yeah I love and sitting I love yeah. sitting like I'm a big I'm a big like let's go sit you know yeah. let's get a fun little drink and go sit like a diet coke <laughs> and then just go sit I love I love to sit but I don't know S season just adds a layer of complexity mentally physically and like time wise I feel yeah. like and it's just it's hard. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the summer. <laughs> the only thing that I'm, that I really don't like necessarily about being in season, especially when you have an away schedule, oh. is the bus rides because as much as I love the bus rides, like being around your teammates and everything, 
it's such a waste of time. It's I like to like, think of I like to think of the bus rides. It's an in between. It's the time it takes yeah. to get somewhere, and there's nothing you can really do at that yeah. time. Well, and I like I get sick if I try and do homework on the bus, mm-hmm. and I can't edit the senior video on the bus because there are seniors on the bus. Yeah, and I can't like film a podcast because that includes me being you know Talking. in a room where yeah. there's no other noise happening, and right. I can just have a you know open conversation, and you know so. The only thing I can do is sit around and watch my phone or sit around and listen to music or sleep. Yep. And it's like such a big waste of time, especially when you're driving five hours to Kenyon mm-hmm. or, you know, the 12 hours it took to get to Texas. Like that's, that's crazy. Or when you leave the night before. Yeah. I hate leaving on like a Friday because then that just takes away that entire night for me. Like I have meetings I have to schedule and yeah. that takes away an entire night for me to do that. Like... So then what? I have to add that on after the 9 or 10 p.m. meeting I already have scheduled on my Wednesday? Yeah. Like, no, I don't want to do that. To be, fair, I have though, to. <laughs> to be fair, though, I wouldn't trade it. Like, no? I like I would, I mean, like, I would much rather, like, be playing softball and have a season than, yeah, than have an easy <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I just, like... I don't know. I I I don't really know. I I kind of like the bus rides. Yeah. Like I said, I like to sit yeah, and do yeah. nothing. And bus rides give me plenty of time to sit and do nothing. Yeah. But sometimes I do actually need to get stuff done and like I consider myself lucky cuz I'm not one of those people who's like you don't know, get sick when you try yeah. and do stuff or like you know, just like cannot function on a bus. Like me personally, I'll get all my homework done. But I I don't know I'm I'm right I I just my main issue with the bus is that I just can't find a comfortable sleeping <laughs> position that's that is, really that's it. why I sleep on the floor I'm a floor merchant well I a our buses are also different don't you guys have to double up on the bus yeah yeah no we I, we have actually yeah extra. but even but even when I don't double up I still sleep on the floor because there's just there's no because there's no <laughs> comfy way to do it in the seats. Like I will bring, I will bring a pillow, I will bring a blanket, and I will lay myself on the floor. I'm happy that you feel that way. <laughs> That's really all I can say. Uh, me personally, the floor is just not um, the place that I would choose to lay on, especially on a bus. Um, but I mean, like I just can never. Bridget Driscoll, actually the big record breaker. Yeah. She hashtag hacks. Bought a extra large like dog bed. Yeah. For the bus, and so she like hangs it on the seats, and now that's what you know she that uses. they you know that they sell like um, I'm sure they make bus specific. They they sell things. like like bus hammocks kind of thing where you can like lay them on um on the heads of the seats. Yeah, yeah. Of the one in front of you and and then yours. That's what then, that's what Bridget's is. Yeah. It's it's exactly like that. I'm sure the bus hammock is more expensive than the dog bed. Oh, probably. So I like I was like oh, if I'm gonna buy one of those I'm gonna get a dog bed. Yeah. But. I was like, that's, like, kind of genius because Bridget's also really tall. Yeah. So, like, she can't find a comfortable place to sleep on the bus. And, like, if if I can't find one, there's no way she has a comfortable sleeping position on the bus. So that was, like, kind of genius. Honestly, I would invest in one of those for senior year. We're going to be away, like, the entire season. I'll do it. And then what? Repurpose it for Cooper. Oh. Boom. Cooper. Double use. Me and the dog. Me and the actual dog. Yeah. Well... 
Um, you mentioned earlier. Well, I mean, I know this because we're both we're, a part of it. But yeah. um, Alpha Phi. Alpha Phi. How do you like it? I have a different opinion on Alpha Phi this year than I did last year, I think. I still love the house and I love all the girls. However, I do think that some of the stuff we do is not worth the stress. And, like, I, like, okay, you know what? I'm going to retract that statement. I have a different opinion on people Yeah. now after being in Alpha Phi and being in the position that I'm in. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can, like, talk about, like, my position and stuff. I don't think that that's, like, classified info. Um, so, basically, it's post- I... It's posted on Instagram. Yeah, you can literally go find it on Instagram or literally on Alpha Phi's website. Um, I'm the VP of Health, Wellness, and Accountability, which essentially means that I have our, like, mental health care team under me, I oversee all the academics of the house. I do all the risk management and risk reduction, like all those policies. I also have to, I'm in charge of our like judiciary board process. Um, so people may have heard of that, like standards, they're like the same thing. Um, I also help oversee philanthropy and philanthropy event planning and then general event planning, so like formals and informals and stuff, which is a lot of things. And I also am in charge of the social chairs. Let's not not count out the social chairs. Um, so I have a lot of things under me, and I have the biggest department and the biggest budget in the mm-hmm. house. And being in this position has – I don't want to say it has bristled me – I think it's helped me like I have like a thicker skin now yeah because I think this is this position specifically has really helped me learn that I am not by any means going to please everyone Mm -hmm. and some decisions I make actually will do the opposite of please the majority it will make the majority upset and I also think I've learned that if I feel like someone will not be reliable for me they probably won't be, and to go yeah. with my gut feeling on that. Um, so I think I've become more sure of myself in this position, and I I just have a different image of people, not just people in the house, but just people in general. It just, this role is like, this is the largest leadership role that I've ever taken on, yeah. um, and I'm like, in this role, like, I don't want to count out any of the other, like, exec members, um, who are on our exec board, but, like, VP HWA is the right hand of the president. And, like, like for formal, it's me and the president who are running the entire show. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, it's that way for a lot of events and, like, at chapter and stuff, too. So it's it's a heavy position to carry. And I think I'm really glad that I took it, though. And despite all of the, like, stress that it's caused me and, like, I do see some people in the house differently because of it, like, I would not trade it because it has helped me grow as a person more than any other leadership role that I've ever taken on in my life has. It's just, like, I don't know. I feel like I, like, actually, like, have a job, you know? Like, I actually have, like, a big, like, position. Like, people actually rely on me for things, and it's... It's weird, and it's a little bit... It was it was scary at first, but now I think I'm kind of taking it all in stride and, like, 
we're entering a very busy HWA time, like our formals on Saturday, and like I've been really stressed out about it, but like me and the president have like this really good like tag team kind of thing going and we've like really just killed it with the planning and like getting everything organized for it and like I don't know. It's just it is a big role but I love it and I love the house and I love the girls in the house and like yeah. I I Alpha Phi this year has changed me as a person i would say yeah like freshman year well obviously we talked about how freshman year i didn't see the inside of the house sophomore year like i lived in the house i didn't really have like a role like i do right now um but then junior year is when i really like stepped up and like i i don't know how to describe it like it's weird like this role has like changed me and it's changed my perception of people but it like i would say in a good way and also in a negative way. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I guess that that's what a leadership position will do to you, though. I ask my mom for advice all the time because yeah. she, you know, she's a professional. She has a leadership role for a job. Yeah. And she tells me, like, yeah, this is all, like, stuff you'll find in real life. So I think it's, Alfie is, itself has given me, like, the single greatest opportunity of growth, not only as a leader but as a person that I've seen at DePauw so far. That's amazing. That was a long-winded explanation. I really... But it was great. Thank but you. But it was great. Thank you. Alrighty. And with that, that is all the time that we have today. <laughs> um, so um, next week, I'm uh, not sure who we're going to have on yet, so I will figure that out. But uh, thank you for tuning in, and stay tuned in, Tigers. Thank you.